All right, welcome back to our next episode of Ask the Elders Anything, where we get to answer one theological question in eight minutes or less. None of this long-form stuff for us. We want to get quick and dirty down to the down to the basics. Down Let's the get basics. this done. Get all it right? done. Get it done. All right, so today's question is, how do you quit doing certain sins that have become habit? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one because, you know, it really is sometimes those things that get ingrained. And as you become a Christian, sometimes you think that, man, everything's going to go away right away. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be a, not a Christian one day, and the next day I'm going to be a Christian and never struggle with any of this anymore, right? Right. I mean, I, I know that that's kind of sometimes the implications, right? Like yeah. I, I've even heard from other people that, that other churches that, you know, they say they grew up and they felt like they were the only ones that sinned. Like yeah. everyone seems to have it together except for me. But And, I, and so they're just so full of shame because yeah. I see my behind the scenes. I only see everyone else's highlight reels, right? Right. And, uh, and I know that I am just a deplorable sinner, yes. but the truth is everyone feels that way. Everyone. Right. And so, everyone. uh, so it's just good to be honest about it. And I'm glad we're able to talk about it today. Yeah, me too. Uh, so thanks to whoever sent that question in, I'll jump in right away. Uh, as I was thinking about the answer to this question, um, I really thought about Paul's letter to the church at Colossae. He, he talks a lot about this, even through almost a couple of chapters. And so in Colossians chapter two, uh, my heading in my piece of this, uh, the text there says that you are alive in Christ. And he says, therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. And so I think what Paul was saying is that we receive Christ by faith. And so we walk by faith in those kind of things. And so we're trusting that the Spirit's going to help us in our time of need, uh, to, to help us in our infirmities, to help us in when we fall into sin or can't seem to get past this sin that's kind of become a habit. And mm-hmm. so uh, he talks about those kind of things uh, all through chapter 2. Uh, he talks about that, that let nobody take us captive by uh, a vain talk or philosophy or empty deceit or tradition. And so I think one thing that he's saying there is don't fall into things or call things sin that are not sin for one. And then he goes on to say in chapter three that we're just called to put to death those things as Christians that are sinful in us. So don't be fooled by things or don't fall into the trap of believing some things are sinful that are not. Mm -hmm. Uh, He even talks about that in this chapter about uh, some people call certain days uh, that you shouldn't do certain things on certain days or you shouldn't eat meat or you shouldn't do certain things that people have been in traditions. And those things aren't necessarily sinful because uh, other people have chosen to follow some type of tradition. But he does talk about if there are sinful things, to be active in putting them to death. And so I think part of that is is that we pray and we ask other brothers or sisters to come along beside us to help us put those things to death. But the I think the major point in this specifically that uh, he talks about in Colossians is that we trust the Spirit that lives within us. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah I, think that's, I think that's the key. And I think that... Um, I know there's a lot of church traditions, like I was saying, my friend who always felt like he was the only one sinful, right? Well, I think of those same traditions, and I think, you know, even me growing up, it was never explicitly taught this way, but I think it's just kind of, you know, culture is often more caught than taught, right? Right. Is this idea of white knuckling it, right? Well, okay, well, if you're, um, let's say there's a specific sin that you just keep coming back to, well, it's because you're not trying hard enough. Right, yeah. And uh, so you just got to try harder, do better, try harder next time. Yeah, uh, I lived in that world a long mm -hmm. time before I became a follower of Jesus, thinking about, or, or, you know, kind of a cultural Christian that I was like, man, I've just got to do better, try harder. And it became exhausting to the point of I kind of just went to despair. Yeah. 
I just can't do this. And so I kind of threw my hands in the air. Yeah, if you're in the middle of an exam, you know you're going to fail. Why even keep trying? Right. right? So yeah, just, let's just right. toss it in and I'll get what I get. You yep. know, so yep. absolutely. So yeah, so how, how great is that? That um, that the ownness of my sin now, yeah, yes, it's I want to put it to death, but the forgiveness isn't on myself. It's, yeah. on, it's on the Holy Spirit. It's on, on the finished work of Christ. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And, and uh, so where, where my mind went when I was thinking about this, uh, this question was uh, kind of, more in, in solidarity with uh, with Apostle Paul as he was writing Romans, and, and it's in Romans uh, chapter seven, starting in in verse um, in verse fourteen. He says, "For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate." Mm. And so I know that that's something that as soon as everyone read that for the first time, they're like, finally someone gets yes, it, right? Yes. It's like, I mean, you know, I've been, some of us have been a Christian for, for days, other of us for decades, right? But yeah. all of us know that I don't do the things that I wish I did, and I keep doing the things that I don't want to do. Yeah. Uh, and it's because we know that uh, on this side of eternity, we're, we're still on, in this broken flesh. Yeah. Uh, but to your point, we're not without hope. We have the Holy Spirit himself who's able to continue to sanctify us towards Christ-likeness. Yeah, I think Paul goes on to say in that place in Romans, thanks be to God for his indescribable grace. Right. You know, it is the grace of God that makes us Christians. It is the grace of God that makes us alive in him. And it's the grace of God that helps us put these sins to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he does that. I, I think the means of grace are extended clearly from the Holy Spirit. Uh, but also, as brothers, we help one another. I, I know that we, in the years that we've walked together, just addressing some of those sins together, confessing those sins mm-hmm. to one another, praying for one another, checking in with one another to go, hey, man, how's that going? How's that thing that you shared with me still going with you? Let's pray about that again. Mm-hmm. What tools are you putting in place? How are you putting this to death? Uh, that's been invaluable for me, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Like in, 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 in a lot of the, the DNA groups that I've been able to be a part of over the, over the years, um, one of the one of the verses that c- tends to come up to be the, that hits most closely with a lot of guys is the idea of ironing sharpening iron. Yeah, right. Is yeah. that we get to doing this together? We get to sharpen one another in this. We're all in this together. None of us are, um, you know, the, the guru and everyone's just trying to keep along. Um, just like I know, Pastor Paul McDade told it to me. He got it from someone else. That at the end of the day, we're just one beggar showing another beggar where to find bread. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I heard it said another way that at the end of the day, we're just a very small finger pointing to a very big Christ. Oh yeah, that's right. Good. So um, so good. I think there's a lot of a lot of cool implications of that. At the end of the day, we're all chasing the same guy. Yeah. And uh, but what's great is, as Christians, to your point, we've all been indwelled with the Holy Spirit, who helps us along in this endeavor. Yeah, helps us in our weakness, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the scripture talks about Him helping us in our weakness, and I think that's one of the things that we talk about regularly at Refuge is that it's so important to be part of a gospel community group, be in in, in, in a community with other men, if you're men, and, and women, if you're women, uh, to do these very things, to not live in isolation. Just be show, being a part of a church family is not just showing up on a Sunday and hearing the word preached and singing. Those things are important, but usually that keeps us in isolation throughout mm-hmm. the week. And so just to your point is it's very important for us to be together so that you can see those things that need to be, right. you know, to be put death in me, and I can see those things that need to be put to death in you. Yeah, yeah. you a lot more than me. Of course, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, um, so yeah. So I think so. To answer the question again, make sure we wrap a nice bow on this, right? So, how do you quit doing certain sins that have become habit? You mentioned, you know, obviously relying on the Spirit, understand, yeah. really just understanding that He is the one that activates that change in my heart, not yes. myself. Uh, prayer, asking Him to do those things, seeing yeah. these things that are happening in my life, and praying. Community, how we're able. To uh, to see one that in one another, pray for one another, you know, lock arms and fight this together. Maybe it's the same sin we were battling.
battling together. We can hold each other accountable yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of different ways we're able to do that. And we, and we, but at the end of the day, we know that we're in this together, and we all are following Christ together, who gives us His Holy Spirit, who's able to help transform our hearts into His likeness. No doubt. Thankful for men like you in my life. <laughs> yeah, you too. Absolutely. So anyway, so thanks again for this uh, for this question. Uh, continue to send your questions in so we can answer them uh, in eight minutes or less. And look forward to seeing you guys next time.